0: These people would be out for weeks and you'd get there and they're just happy to see you you know and that was rewarding that gave you a sense gave me a sense of purpose
1: Welcome to the Lyman Country Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things Lyman Country. Tune in to hear stories from Lyman, aspiring Lyman, and others who work in the industry.
2: Welcome to the Lyman Country Podcast. I am your host, David Powell, and I'm here with PJ Nardi. That's me. Just kidding. We are actually uh, guest hosts. I am Jacqueline, and I'm here with I'm Danielle. And occasionally we will be hosting the podcast alongside with David and PJ. So we are your hosts this week. And today we are talking to Mr. Shannon Love. How's it going?
0: Great. Perfect. Great. Glad we're, to be here.
2: We're glad to have you. Um, so Shannon, do you want to tell us a little bit about you and like what you do here at SLTC?
0: Sure. I'm one of the training supervisors here at SLTC. Um started here about two and a half years ago came here sent my son up here to go to school learned about the school um decided that might be a place i would like to work so here i am
1: awesome i love it great (laughs) where are you from originally
0: pendergrass georgia so about three and a half hours from here
2: what is that nearby
0: it's between Gainesville and Athens.
2: Okay. Okay. That's nice. Nice. So you're just a you're just a Georgia boy.
0: I am. <laughs>
2: Born and raised. Awesome. Me too. I was a Georgia girl, not a Georgia boy. <laughs> 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 Georgia girl, a coastal Georgia girl. I am not. Ah. I'm I'm from many places. Savannah. Um, Saint Simons.
0: <laughs> Saint Simons.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty nice down there. Um, until I hit eighteen, I was like, "Yeah, I got to get out of this town." <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: So, before coming to SLTC, how long did you work in line work?
0: Twenty-eight years.
1: Twenty-eight years. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's a long time.
0: It was, but it didn't <laughs> seem that long. Yeah. I mean, I really loved what I did, so.
2: Was that like the first like thing you did, or did you have another job before?
0: No, actually, I was in the military, and that's where I learned. I went to climbing school while I was in the Army. Uh, Stayed in there for four years and then got out and needed a job. Had no idea about linemen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Utility companies just knew that I had to pay the bills to them. Uh, Didn't know anything else about them. But found a job with a contractor. Worked with them for eight years, but once I started with them, it was—I knew it felt good. It was the right place for me. It was a good fit. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah.
1: Yeah. Was it just you were looking for something and you found something, or was it something about line work that made you interested?
0: Start out with it was just I was looking for something. I'd already been to climbing school in the military, so. I knew how to climb. I knew how to work. I was looking in that area. I was in communications, so I was looking in communications. But at that time, you couldn't get on with communications. Nobody was hiring communications. So I found uh, an electrical contractor. Had no idea what I was getting into. So to start with, it was I was looking for something and I found it. But what kept me in it was the. Don't want to use the wrong word here, but just the people that are in line work
1: mm-hmm.
0: was what kept me in it.
1: Yeah, cool. Did you travel around a lot or did you stay in like the southeast region?
0: While I was contracting, traveled a good bit. Um, mainly stayed in the southeast, but storms take you wherever they are. Yeah. So we did break some. New ground when I was contracting. Um,
2: Where's the farthest you've gone?
0: <clears throat> the farthest was probably Louisiana to the west, Louisiana, Arkansas. Um, north would be New York. Nice. So, and anywhere in between those.
1: Yeah. So during your time, what would you say was the most important lesson you had to learn while on the job?
0: (laughs) Uh, Staying focused. I mean, it's a job that doesn't give you a lot of second chances. So figuring out how to work it and stay focused and stay safe Mm -hmm. was probably the number one lesson to learn.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. It's not, that's a very dangerous job. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: If you do it right, it's safe, but, um, learning the difference, who to learn from, who not to learn from. Some people you work with are, yeah, I don't need to do it his way. Mm -hmm. You know, that.
1: Some um, are
2: a little more careless.
1: (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, you, (laughs) yeah, yeah, just a little bit, um. Because it doesn't give you a lot of second chances, so
2: yeah.
1: you
0: don't want to take those chances.
1: Yeah. When you say that it was the people that made you interested in staying in line work, do you mean just like the crew life? You really like that dynamic?
0: Yes. Okay. Absolutely. It was a lot of, because you're with those people so much, yeah. um, you spend more time with them than you do your families. Still in contact with a great number of the people that I worked with just because, I mean, you change crews and all this, but you're with them for, on average a day, you're with them 12 hours a day, storms, you're with them 24-7, so, you know, you spend an awful lot of time with them, and after contracting, going to an EMC and working there with all the on-call you trouble shooting, you're with those people. It's weekends, it's holidays, it's twelve, fourteen, sixteen 14, 16 hours a day sometimes.
2: Yeah, I can
1: imagine. Would you say that with other people who are in the military thinking of making the move to line work, would you say it's reminiscent of the same kind of crew life?
0: Yes, very much. It's the team thing i mean linemen are a little bit gruff you know we're just a rough around the edges group i guess <laughs> but and that's part of the attraction to it for me was you know these guys see the world the way i see it mm-hmm. um so yes i would say it's the closest thing to military being on teams and squads that you can find in a civilian world
2: yeah I guess I always think about like when I started working here which was not that long ago but like I didn't even realize how like that there are like linemen like actually like you don't think about the people who are putting your your electricity back on when the power goes out and then so it's kind of interesting me, to me to learn so much about it within just the 4 months that I've been here and how um intriguing and how exciting it can be and and now, every time I go anywhere, I'm always seeing uh, bucket trucks with people working on poles <laughs> everywhere yeah. I go. Yeah. Once you start thinking about it, you see, see it everywhere. So, it brings
1: an appreciation to it.
0: And it does. it, But the that's the good side of it, I guess. But there's also the the downside of it is, if I'm spending more time with them than I do with my family, I'm spending less time with my family than most people. Yeah. So there is that downside
2: yeah it's kind of just figuring out your priorities really
0: and it's a give and take i mean i wouldn't take anything for my time um doing line work but it is a sacrifice that you have to make in order to be successful and have a career as a lineman
1: yeah so how about steering out of line work a little bit what would you say in your life Is the most important lesson lesson that you've learned something that has that you've taken with you a person that's been influential? Do you have anything that yeah comes to mind?
0: Yes, I mean, my dad was really influential in how I turned out. Just watching him, the kind of man that he was, uh, kind of molded me into who I am. Striving to be like he was, to be as well liked and be as fair across the board with people as he was um yeah
1: yeah well through that do you have any a piece of advice that you think this is the best advice I could give a person
0: hmm. probably the best piece of advice that I ever got from uh a mentor was one of my instructors in the military and it was genius is in the details um always strive to fix the fine points don't just go into something and have broad strokes um and always strive to be the best that you can be um that sounds kind of corny i know cliche but (laughs) um the way he presented it it made sense to me
1: yeah um it's it's in the little things pay attention to those things
0: pay attention to the little things the way you treat people the way you talk to people yeah. um, everything that you do not just work life or home life but everything that you do pay attention to just like you said the finer points
1: Yeah. so through your entire time we kind of already talked about this but back to line work what was your absolute favorite part was it being able to travel?
0: Absolute favorite part of it. I mean, yes, what kept me in line work were the people that yeah. I worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people that you're around, especially when you go on storms, mm-hmm. um, storms are a hard, they're hard work, they're long hours, bad conditions, bad food. Yeah. I mean, there's really, <laughs> bad, I mean, really, there's nothing, there's no upside to it other than the people that you meet and yeah. when you go in a storm yeah. and these people have been without power and water and, and they've been out for three weeks or more, you know, by the time you get to them. But as soon as you get there, they're offering you everything that they have left, you yeah. know, just to, just because you're there, they know that you have left your family, you know, and they get it. Um, so, I think it was the people that I met on storm, just the average people out there that knew nothing about line work, but they knew that you were suffering through a hardship with them. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of these people lost everything they had in hurricanes or floods or tornadoes. But what little they did have, they were willing to offer up to you because they knew that You wasn't getting fed well. You were working long hours. You were away from home. So just to see that side of it, you know, it's not the people that have been out for two hours that are complaining to you. My power's been out for two hours. My computer's been down. I can't watch the football game. I can't watch my soaps on TV. It's, you know, (laughs) my Internet's down. I can't get to the – my Wi-Fi don't work. These people would be out for weeks, and you'd get there, and they're just – happy to see you you know yeah and that was rewarding that gave you a sense gave me a sense of purpose
1: yeah so you you did see the appreciation because i've grown to have way more appreciation than i than i ever even knew about line work now that i've been here for a few years so you did out on storms you you, you had those interactions
2: with people yes
0: yes absolutely and <clears throat> i'm not saying that everybody that's been out for two hours or you know, yeah. it's not like that. I'm sure there's but, always someone. <laughs> but there, it, there's always going to be that person, right? But no, uh, as a whole, most people are glad you're there and, you know, and they understand the restrictions of, you know, why did it take you two hours to get out of here? All it was was a squirrel. You know. <laughs> why has my power been out for two hours?
2: Those squirrels, man. Yeah. yeah. Those are money makers. <laughs> Linemen love
0: they actually have farms for them you know linemen are growing squirrels yeah Yeah. job Uh, security right there right but no um but no that's probably yeah because it does let you kind of see that you know somebody sees what i do and appreciates it yeah it's nice to hear and it gives you a sense of Purpose, you know, it's not just the daily grind. Mm-hmm. You're actually making a difference for these people. Yeah. So
1: it's awesome. Do you have a crazy story on the job? You always hear these crazy lineman stories. Everyone's got one. <laughs> something funny, something weird. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Is this PG? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> <laughs>
2: i mean i kind of want to hear the non-pg one now that you brought it up
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's one thing about line work is you know to alleviate stress or tensions and stuff like that i think you know i can go down a list of times where you know pulling practical jokes on people (laughs) amazing um just to kind of break up the monotony Yeah. Um, After you've done it for a long time, it does get repetitive. Yeah, you're in a different location. And yes, there's a lot of times where the same job is going to look completely different just because of your surroundings that you're in. Um, A lot of different factors go into one job. It's just if I'm changing out a pole or if I'm changing out a transformer, no two are going to be the same. So everything's got its own little hiccups about it, but Still, after you've done it for a while, it gets, Yeah. okay, we're doing pole change outs for the rest, for the next six months. Um, <clears throat> so linemen are notorious for pulling pranks and kind of messing with each other, uh, especially if you find out if somebody's doesn't like snakes or something because <laughs> like, there's always plenty of that kind of stuff around where you work. Yeah, right?
1: you're just collecting snakes. I can't just yeah yeah
0: yeah um but
1: keeps things interesting
0: it does um but as far as just uh one that i would tell on here i'm not sure sure uh, <laughs> have thrown possums into cabs of trucks when we were sitting there waiting
2: uh, here's frank yeah. possums yeah. Every possum ever, I see, I name him Frank.
0: Yeah, if you can get your hands on one, you know, it's just every now and then. I mean, you gotta find something to do with them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, but <laughs> snakes were always fun.
2: Mm, uh, not you for can, me. <laughs>
0: you, people will hurt theirself if they're afraid of snakes, but
2: that would be me with spiders. I don't know how people aren't afraid of snakes. <laughs>
0: the right ones don't bother me yeah i feel like
2: if it's poisonous i'm not trying to deal with that but like a little gardener snake or something you know right
0: Eh. yeah and that's one of the things about line work is you're out in rural conditions a lot of times i mean yes you are downtown but when you get out in the rural areas you're gonna find snakes and (laughs) different kinds of little animals and you know probably one things i had a foreman when we were contracting I will tell this, Uh, (laughs) but I had a foreman when we were contracting, and behind the pins on the pole tops for the insulators, that hold the insulators on, a lot of times, we called them bat houses, because bats would get in them. Oh, no. So, if you had to change those out, (laughs) you know, nothing find three or four bats behind them, and it was always just something to do i guess you know most time you just shoo them off but got this idea he had a plastic file box that he kept in his truck because he was working for me and i just scraped off some of them into a bag and took them to his truck when he was off doing something else and put them (laughs) in his file box and it had all our paperwork in it from the jobs and you know (laughs) time sheets and all that good stuff in there and I just throw two or three of them down in the (laughs) file box that he had in the front of his pickup truck. I didn't think nothing else about. I forgot about them actually because we got really busy. Forgot about them. I really did. (laughs) Um, The next morning though, he he went home at night and he was filling out some paperwork and he opened up that box and he didn't find the bats right away, (laughs) but they had made a pretty good mess in his oh I'm inside that file box. Um, so all his paperwork was messed up and
1: then he he found
0: the bats. Um,
1: (laughs) Oh, those little bats, they're probably terrified. (laughs) What's all this paperwork? It (laughs) was
0: dark in there, you know, they they went to (laughs) sleep.
1: They didn't know they were fine. Yeah, they
0: were fine. (laughs) It was dark. Once I closed the lid, it was okay. But, but yeah, he wasn't happy about that. That was a practical joke. It might've went a little bit too far once. Because that was paperwork that we had to turn in to get paid. Oh. So, but what's we'll a stain here or there on a piece of paper?
2: Yeah. It's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of talked about this at the beginning about how you came to SLTC, but how, maybe go into it a little bit more. How did you end up here?
0: Well, I, st- <clears throat> I started out recruiting for the company that I was working for. And fast forward about a year. I had been up here a couple of times recruiting and done some interviews up here with students. And um, my son came to me and he decided that he wanted to go into line work. That's the first time he had ever mentioned it. it. Was when he was a senior in high school. Um, but he decided that he wanted to go into line work. And I said, "Well, if you're going into line work, then I know what school you're going to." Because there there were options. I mean, there was three or four schools within driving distance. Um, this one wasn't. But, but anyway, if he was not going to, didn't want to go to college, then I was going to send him up here. Well, through my recruitment time um, and bringing him up here, doing a tour, um, I got to meet a lot of the people here. Um had put students from here had actually hired them and put them to work and <clears throat> been on the crew with them so i knew what the product was from the school and i've always enjoyed training um and that just it just seemed like a good fit for me up here
1: yeah
0: um so fast forward another couple of years and all the kids were out of the house and going to school and everything just lined up and one day i get an alert on my phone that says sltc was looking for an instructor put in for it got it and the rest is history history as i say i
1: guess well we're we're glad you're here nice (laughs)
0: well i've enjoyed it i mean i really have i can't complain a bit um and I enjoy doing the training, I enjoy the students for the most part, <laughs> yeah, yeah no. no, it's all good though, I mean, I enjoy the training, I enjoy seeing what's gonna, what the future's gonna look like for the utility, for electrical utility industry, so. Yeah,
1: what was it about the, at, in your recruiting days, what was it about the SLTC graduates that you liked, were they just good workers?
0: they were um they were good workers they had a good head on their shoulders um and it was just a little bit of everything they knew what they were getting into um if you hire somebody off the street you don't know if they've got a work ethic to start with yeah um but you don't know what their work ethic is. You don't know where their head's at. You know, you don't know if they're willing to actually put in the time that it's going to take them to become a lineman. Yeah. So you don't find that out for six months to a year, whether or not they're really going to stick with it. Um, But you get a graduate from SLTC. They know how to work. They know how to use tools. They know what's going to be expected of them. And they've been corrected the way that they're going to be corrected when they get on a crew. Um, So they
1: know what to expect already.
0: Yes, they know nobody's going to put their arm around them and tell them everything's going to be okay. (laughs) That's just not the way it works in the industry. So, um, and they get a little taste of that here. And if they can put up with it here and they make it through the program because they are high expectations in SLTC Mm -hmm. and that was one of the reasons that I wanted to work here was you know you have an opportunity to get some guys and gals in here that you know know what's expected of them and are willing to go that extra mile but it does it it helps companies too I mean it helped our company because You take that edge off, and now I don't end up having to get rid of that person in six months or two a year. Yeah. You know, um, that's hearts just really not in it because you're going to ask a lot of them if they come into the industry. You're going to ask them to work long hours. You're going to ask them to. Mm -hmm. And if you got somebody that's fighting you the whole time, you know, well, I really don't want to work today because I want to go to the ball game, or I don't want to work tonight because I'm going out. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not good for the that's not that's not what you signed up for I'm sorry yeah (laughs) but so it kind of eliminates that for the company
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and there's always students who come to SLTC they always there's always some who decide that this isn't for them so if you're getting someone off the street they don't know that yet
2: so it's a gamble exactly there's always there's always those people that will tell you you don't need to go to school for that just go sign up over there. <laughs>
0: right. Well You're
2: like you don't understand. <laughs>
0: yes. And I see a lot of that on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, you know, don't waste your time going to one of those schools, just go sign the books. Yep. Um those are the ones that are they got that job, they got lucky to get in to that program. Um what about the rest of the people that need to be in the utility industry or you know to fill these positions because right now we're at a point where there's a lot of job openings out there for linemen Mm -hmm. so what about the rest of them they don't have that many positions in those places that are putting that on the internet so what about the rest of them how do Mm -hmm. they get their foot in the door to get started in a career um so i've never backed up even being a parent that paid for his son to go to school here i've never backed up on that was money well spent Mm -hmm. um immediately upon graduation he had job offers so
2: well i feel like where people get confused i think is they think coming to school will let them fast forward those four years of pre-apprenticeship you know and it's like well that's not necessarily the case but at least you know what to expect and you have the training so they don't have to waste you know, the resources on you to do that part that with, you know, where they would have to do that with somebody who was straight off the street.
0: Exactly. And, you know, somebody might get into one of those programs and decide this is not for them. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is different from, I don't know of anything else that carries the same... There's stuff that you're going to do as a lineman that you're not going to do in any other industry. Um, yeah. You hear guys that talk about, well, I've been using climbing stands, deer hunting since I was a kid. <laughs> you know, climbing don't bother me. Heights don't bother me until you put them on these poles with gaffs on. And then for some reason, it bothers them. Yeah. And <laughs> not knocking them. I mean, it's not for everybody. Oh, yeah, Um,
1: I couldn't do it.
0: I mean, it really isn't for everybody, and that's fine. I mean, there's no shame in that, but it's different. Mm -hmm. And Ah. I'm I'm not real sure what the difference is, because, and I've told them before, I'm like, look, I don't understand what you're going through. I liken it to people having a fear of spiders or a fear of snakes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that feels like to have that fear of heights and how Mm – you know, what it makes you feel like. So when you tell me you don't want to do this because you're afraid of heights, okay, well, that's okay. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. You know, we we all have something that we don't like.
2: Yeah. And- I don't know what it was, but I had a dream last night that I was a student. <laughs> it was probably because of registration. <laughs> I was a student, and it had nothing to do with the climbing. I was freaking out over the CDL part of it. I was like, I can't. I can't back up this semi-truck. <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, oh, thank God, it was just a dream. It was just
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's another bonus to SLTC is the qualifications and certifications and stuff that you get here coming out of school. You could, there are three or four careers, not just jobs, but three or four different careers that you get trained to do while you're here.
1: Yeah. Your options are
0: so very broad. Yes, I mean, I could be a truck driver. Yeah. I could be a lineman, which is what I came here for. I could be a crane operator. Um now we're doing drone pilot. So Yeah. Um so there's a lot of options out there for you and it could be just one of the certifications that you get while you're here that you make your whole career off of. Not the whole totality of the school, but just that one little piece.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Elevated Gear. Elevated Gear is the one-stop shop for all things Lyman Country and Southeast Lyman Training Center. From high-quality shirts and hats to name brand sunglasses, tools, and more. Elevated Gear has everything you need. Stop by our store in Trenton, Georgia, or shop online at elevatedgear.com. So being hands-on with the students and the training, um, what do you see as, like, the students collectively that they struggle with most? Is it the heights, getting over the heights?
0: For some. um, For some, it's physical. Some, it's heights. I mean, there's a whole range of things that we lose students for, I guess. Yeah. Best way of putting it, I mean – One of the big ones is heights. Okay. Um, And I've had people that made it through um, that were afraid of heights and just gutted it out, you know, and just overcame the fear of doing it. And then some people, it's debilitating. They just, I can't get it past this. And it's, and you don't want them to stake it out and just be miserable because you know they're never. This is not going to be their career choice. They may make it through school and graduate, but they're never going to do this for a living because mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to be miserable every day that I go to work. Yeah.
1: You can't you and can't you, hate it and do it.
0: <laughs> it has to be something that you really enjoy. So, and you're going to have days where you hate it. I guess everybody, every yeah. profession, you have those days where it's just like I hate my job. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think everybody's had that feeling. But what? Never. Yeah, except for Danielle. <laughs> you know, it must be that California laid-back attitude.
1: Yeah.
0: But, um, no, I mean, so you don't want them to be miserable. Yeah. You know, if they can't overcome it, then, hey, choose something else. You yeah. know, this is not It's the, okay. It's okay. It's not that you know we don't want you to be here we don't want you to overcome this it's just man we just don't want you to be miserable
1: yeah you know
2: yeah that's fair <laughs>
1: yeah so to wrap up what would you say is your one suggestion to someone who's thinking about getting into line work or thinking about coming to SLTC what's something that they should think about what's your what's your one piece of advice for them
0: <laughs> um one piece of advice for somebody wanting to be a lineman would be be prepared to be very busy um don't pigeonhole yourself into i'm only gonna work right here yeah. um be willing to make a move um as far as somebody being a student here um stay focused 15 weeks Stay focused on what you came here to do. You're not. I actually had this talk with them today. Um, You're not going to. This is not something you're doing to get a job because this is not. This is not a job. This is a career choice. So treat it that way. In 15 weeks, you can come out of here making better than entry level pay Mm -hmm. for your first year out. And. It only goes up from there. So stay focused for 15 weeks. Do what you've got to do to earn this diploma and graduate from here, and the sky's the limit.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. You have anything else, Jacqueline? No, I think it's really really interesting (laughs) to talk with you. I just feel like, you know, I've only been here for four months. I haven't had a chance to like talk to every, like all the instructors or especially the ones who are on different campuses. So it's nice to be able to get to, uh, hear stories from an instructor's point of view um yeah yeah well done with all the series
1: stuff what do you do for fun what's one of your hobbies (laughs) shannon
0: i don't have any line work is my hobby no (laughs) uh i enjoy fishing um that's probably the one thing that and i miss it i don't get to do it as much as i would like to
1: well for all the people coming to georgia what's the best fishing spot
0: Mm, Lake Hartwell is good, Um, which is on the other side of the state. Um,
1: (laughs) Maybe a little more accessible.
0: Well, Lake Lanier is not bad, Um, but there is a lot nearby here. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, Because you have the Tennessee River, you have several lakes in Tennessee that are real close by. So, and there's some in Alabama too. Yep. but you don't ask a fisherman what his favorite
2: spot
0: <laughs> is. It's against the rules. Sorry, <laughs> no, sorry. I, I
1: don't know those things. <laughs> the one rule about Fight Clubs: we don't talk about Fight Clubs. Uh, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm clearly not a fisher, <laughs> so sorry. I don't know those. The
2: etiquette. he was actually just giving a bunch of spots that aren't great so people would go there
0: right just stay out of my spot i'm I'm
2: not gonna yeah tell people where the good spots are (laughs) (laughs) it's the most crowded spots where everyone else goes to (laughs) yeah those are great
1: well awesome thanks for being here on the lyman country podcast
0: thanks for the invite
1: of course Thanks for listening to the Lyman Country Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support us, please make sure to subscribe, share on social media, and leave a rating or review. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.